What's the farthest uh, distance you've ever run? Uh, I've done a couple half uh, Ironman triathlons. How far is that? Um, all total, it's 70.3 miles. But On you, your feet? No, you only run a half a marathon. <laughs> only. Only half a marathon. Welcome back to Rise with Decora, a companion podcast project of Inspired Media. This is Benji Nichols bringing you along on the journey. We are telling stories about communities you love, from people you trust. I'm excited today. Special guest Scott Searcy is with us from Body Logics in Decora. More as importantly, uh, the Crater Trail Run. Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, we were just talking before the show started. Hey, you, Scott, are an athlete, a trainer, someone who has done um, long-distance running and uh, uh, events. Uh, we were just kind of joking about there. But um, tell us a little bit about your background. What, what, uh, what got you into that world? So I... Um, Played sports all through high school, all through college, and uh, we ended up moving to New York, Long Island, uh, after college, and I started working as a personal trainer and started getting into running. Nice. Um, Where was that from? Where did you move to New York from? Uh, Long Beach. Oh, yeah. Long cool. Island. So on the nice. South Shore there. Okay. Beautiful. Right on the beach. Yeah. Uh, so who doesn't want to run on the boardwalk, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> took some time, awesome. got good at it, or at least got consistent with it. Yeah. And I turned it into a career. Nice. That's awesome. And you and your amazing family, I should also mention, your wife Kelly and how many kids? We have four girls. Four. Oh, yeah. incredible. You are so outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> that is an awesome adventure in its own right, right? Uh, tell me a little bit about how you find your way found your way back to Northeast Iowa then. Well, we were, like I said, we were in New York and we got into the training and fitness and we're enjoying living across the street from the ocean and enjoyed it right up until the day hurricane sandy came ah uh, yes and then we got to come back to iowa wow that's amazing <laughs> absolutely isn't that funny i you know i spent a few years in the bay area and um it always freaked me out there um earthquakes to me are the most probably scary natural disaster in the world and i worked a lot in and out of the city and i would think about that and yet i told people i was moving to iowa and like aren't there tornadoes there <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, they're not. It's not a big deal. It's fine. That's really cool, though. Um, so you guys have been back in the area for several years now. I mm -hmm. should also mention you have your own studio, right? Your wife Kelly and you have your own training studio. Yep. Uh, since January of 2020, uh, we open up our own space here in town. That is awesome. Talk about taking the leap. Yeah. yeah. Great timing. <laughs> <laughs> but you both bring a lot of skills to that world. I know your wife Kelly's done a lot of Pilates work, right? Mm -hmm. And other things. Yep. And of course, you're, you work on strength training and physical training for people of all ages, right? Yeah, definitely. We take um, a lot of our people are, are folks that haven't had a ton of success uh, just going out in there and doing it. Sure. Uh, so we try and take people and get them to think differently about exercise and what it can be for their body, help them move better. That's and awesome. Help them enjoy their life better. Absolutely. So it makes sense. You've had an interest then in probably events or events you've participated in in the past as you were training yourself mm -hmm. and getting things. Uh, you just told me that the first Crater Trail Run was in 2014, which talk about time flying. No um, kidding. So <laughs> I, I have been involved. You have been involved. Yeah. Several of us in the in the local trails scene here in Decora. Uh, Decora Human Powered Trails, of course, is the all volunteer organization, kind of a loosely mm -hmm. loosely organized 
organized volunteer organization that uh, does all the trail maintenance, though, for the single track here in Decorah over on Ice Cave Hill and uh, that park and um, uh, all the way up into Van Penen and uh, Palisades. And, you know, as people, a lot of people know we have trails. People don't always realize the mileage that we have in yeah. trails. It's actually, it's gotten up it's there incredible. over the years. Right? Yeah. I think 18, 20, kind of pretty reliable miles mm-hmm. in there. Um, and so through that, tell us how this event, the Crater Trail Run, came to be. So when we came back to Decora 2013-ish, um, I discovered these trails for the first time and was just uh, taken aback by them. They're fantastic. And it was the, kind of the nice marriage between the trails being unbelievable and super legit from a challenging standpoint and the Montessori school where our kids were going to school and still do, Northeast Iowa Montessori. Yes. Um, needing a new fundraiser uh, and looking for a new fundraiser. And then Kelly and I having a, uh, a kind of commitment and a goal to, to give back to the community. That's awesome. So that convergence of all those things is how this race uh, Absolutely. came to be. Yeah. yeah. And when the race started, what was... Um what did it look like? What were the distances or the mileages? Who were the people you were pulling in when you first thought, okay, let's throw this out there in rural Northeast Iowa and see who will show up, right? There's right. a few other things over the years. 5Ks, obviously. Um, some things in the mountain biking world. Decor time trials happened for yep. about 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those things. But trail running itself, really, there wasn't as big of a connection there. Well, and not only a connection, but we'd never done anything like this. Yeah. Right? I'd never pulled... Uh, organized the race before. So uh, Kelly and I and a bunch of wonderful volunteers uh, put together. We've every year outside of COVID, we've had a one mile free run for the kids. Yes. And then we started with a 5k and 10k uh, routes. Super cool. And we had about 40 people counting the kids that first year. Yeah. And it was all like local Montessori families and some, some yep. friends from DHPT and yep. And those are also on the soft trails we should mention too. So it's all the single track trails that are yep. being utilized. Almost all of it, even to today, is on yeah. the dirt trails. Yep. Yeah. So kind of from a community event driven by volunteers and such. And over the years, you started to see that grow a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, <laughs> I guess it was probably 17, 16 or 17. Uh, uh, some folks came up from No Cross Trail Run that we're a part yeah. of now. Um, they came to uh, test it out to see if we were... Uh, worthy of uh, getting bigger. Uh, <laughs> so we mapped out we mapped out a course. We mapped out a 25-kilometer course with wow. no uh, two-way traffic, no double backs. Yeah. Um, so it's one continuous, kind of like a double figure eight almost through the sure. trails. Um, with the help of Jared Nielsen at RC&D. Yes. Helped us a ton. Was also on another route. recent show here. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and when you looked at it, you can do it. You can do the whole 25K and never never cover the same trail twice. Yeah, and that's incredible. And now when you talk about trail runners, what's cool is I know a few people here locally who, are, who have really gotten into this world, but this is something that has become a real, uh, a really popular, I won't say trend, but I mean, it's a very popular sport across the nation and the world, of course, but the nation especially. And I mean, and really edging on the ultra side of events. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there's an official uh, explanation of that, but you're talking 25 kilometers 25k plus in in distance that you're running so 25 50, and i think typically <laughs> yeah the, those are the chunks you bite off right you yep. get above a marathon then i guess technically it's an ultra sure so the 50 is an ultra yeah that's awesome. That's amazing. So first of all, I will also bring it back. Cratertrailrun.com. So crater, 
C-R-A-T-E-R, which we should explain that. Yeah. Trailrun.com is where you can find all the information on this event, which is what day this year? Uh, June 4th. June 4th. And I can tell you from the last couple of years, what's really fun about that is on that day, all of a sudden, if you're downtown or out doing your things, you'll kind of go, who... Who, who are all these people? Why, what's going on in town? Where, where are all these sporty looking people coming from? Uh, and it's a really, really amazing community of folks. And what you found, of course, is that people are coming from further and further away to, uh, mm-hmm. to do that. So let's back up a second. Crater Trail Run. Now, I, I'm going to need to do an entire show on this at some point to tell this story better. But of course, several years ago, um, the, through the work of a former Luther uh, professor and several folks, we discovered we lived in a, a mm-hmm. crater impact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is amazing, the uh, creator of an impact zone from you know uh, millennia ago. Uh, so that's really cool. But I love the tie in the crater trail run because uh, you know our trails are really also uh, pretty intense. The rim of a crater, right? Yeah. And we started. It was funny when we started. It was the Driftless Discovery Trail Run. Yes, that's what we called that's it. Right? Yeah. And I had not heard the term Driftless uh, growing up here ever. Yep. I think it was in your. Your magazine title is the first place I yep. ever actually saw it when I moved back. And so, but in, in a couple of years, you, you find it all over the place, right? Yes. Including there's a, a wonderful Driftless Half Marathon in Lansing. Yep. I think there's a Driftless Trail Run in Viroqua. That could be right. Um, it's a so fun. we decided, you know, let's get something that's a little bit more super unique to decora absolutely yeah yeah well i love it and it's also it 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 falls off the tongue nicely it's a fun fun thing but then you also mentioned the no coast trail series so as you guys built up this run and kind of the following and numbers that were showing up to do the actual race um the no coast trail uh series is a i believe all iowa right and a series Mm -hmm. of these running races so single track off-road trail racing uh foot racing running races uh and again in, in kind of those bigger lanes a lot of those are in the 25, 50K. A lot of them are long. 100K. Yeah. You can find some short. There's some 5 and 10Ks. Obviously, ours is one of them. And yes. some of the other ones that uh, that only include uh, the 5K and 10K type races. Absolutely. Um, but those are from kind of side to side in the entire state, right? That, that organization mm-hmm. is kind of helping conglomerate all of those races into one place so people can really look at the series and and, uh, and travel across the state doing and those races. That's what you get. You get running groups that come and do it as a group. You get a lot of people that uh, just come and have community around these races. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that is a that is a really cool thing. And you can find them on Facebook as well, No Coast Trail Race Series or NoCoastTrailSeries.com. They're a super cool. Uh, and again, like not just kind of a loose organization of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of helping point mm-hmm. to all these different events and show people what uh, what is going on and how that works. So it's a really cool event. I appreciate um, the fact that it there is a lot of community involved in it. And then, of course, like you mentioned, a lot of volunteers that help make the whole thing happen, right? Um, which is cool. And then the other really cool part of this is that uh, there are proceeds from the race that get um, shared amongst a couple organizations, right? Yep. So like you said, uh, we mentioned Decor Human Powered Trails. Uh, they put in countless volunteer hours, uh, clearing the trees off the trail, uh, the fall, uh the mowing, the weed whacking, and just all the trail <laughs> prep stuff. Yeah. We couldn't have, we, we literally wouldn't have these trails without DHPT. Yeah. Um, they are, that's an awesome organization, and they kind of live as part of Park Rec and a, mm-hmm. you know, all volunteer crew there, too, mm-hmm. that just uh, kind of go out and, and take care of projects as needed, which is yep. a, a real community resource and pretty pretty cool project, for sure. And then the the lion's share of our, of our volunteers day of, and then the proceeds go to the Northeast Iowa Montessori School. Awesome. Which is... Uh, Runners are 
every year excited for the fact that they get to come out here and do this and at the same time they're supporting <laughs> young kids education right absolutely i mean who wouldn't who wouldn't want to run for a good cause right yeah but, but to to tie it back to that is is really fantastic um and tell us a little bit about so as you were saying there's also what's really cool about this is that you go from um kids of almost any age right that they can come out and do the mile, the one mile race mm-hmm. absolutely so that kind of happens first in the morning right yeah so we with the longer course uh, we do send the 25k and the 50k out early at 6 a.m. so that they can finish at 6 a decent time. Start time. 6 a.m. Yeah. start time no for the long around. course. Um, but we've always had an eight o'clock start time for the kids. Yeah. And so what we've enjoyed doing is encouraging all the 5k and 10k runners and parents and fans and everyone to line that mile course. Uh, and cheer these kids on. Yeah. So they go out and they're led. I mean, this is super controlled for the little kids. Uh, a biker leads them out. Yep. Shows them where to go. I'm always behind them sweeping. <laughs> and over the years, I've carried many kids that last half mile <laughs> when a kid's tired. Um, and oh, they get lost. It. And, you know, the right. whole thing is an adventure for these kids. And they come in and they're cheering and yeah. they feel like they've done something really significant all on their own. Absolutely. Right? Which is the huge draw of anything like this is yeah. the ability to go out and yeah. create some adversity and then go overcome it. Right. Absolutely. But to, I mean, to put that, that opportunity out there for really young children too, I mean, that's a really impactful experience uh, to give a, to give a kid. Right. I mean, it might be somebody who's done running with their parents. It might be somebody who's never run before. Right. And, well, and that's push it, them through the woods and go for it. Right. It's such the confluence of like, uh, what we see in competitive sports, the best stuff in competitive sports, yeah. running, where you where you find adversity, you figure out how to you dig deep, quote unquote, right, yeah. and 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 overcome. Yep. And the same thing we see and what we loved about Montessori from day one is the fact that if you just simply give some structure and a little bit of guidance, those kids will figure out how to create solutions and do great work. Absolutely right. I mean, kids are, are smart creatures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My guest today is Scott Searcy from Body Logics and also one of the organizers of the Crater Trail Run race here in Decora coming up on June 4th. That's the CraterTrailRun.com. That's where you can find all of the information. You are listening to Rhymes with Decora. I'm Benji Nichols. We're going to be back here in just a second to talk a little more with Scott and about the Crater Trail Run. This is Eric from Cardboard Robot. Uh, we're sponsoring this thing. We're downtown Decora. We sell art supplies and clever toys and stuff. And when Skip the Dog and I are not eating red chicken curry, we're listening to Rhymes with Decora. That's him. That's the one and only Eric Sovereign from Cardboard Robot helping uh, bring this show to us today. He's something else, isn't he? Come visit on uh, Winnebago Street in downtown Decora. Cardboard Robot, your spot to find all sorts of fun stuff for people of any age. What are you going to make today? Thank you to Eric for that help. 
iloveinspired.com. That is where you can find out all about uh, the company that my wife and I own, Inspired Media. We publish a quarterly magazine, lots of fun stuff online, projects to keep uh, you busy over the summer, all sorts of good stuff, iloveinspired.com. Our guest today, Scott Searcy of the Crater Trail Run, happening June 4th in Decorah. We are super excited that uh, this is in its, uh, gosh, I mean, you're closing in on a decade almost. Yeah, this, I think this it's safe is to say. I mean, year. <laughs> we'll have to do something big for next year. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is It is really cool. Scott, tell us real quick. So what we were talking about was, you know, the, the race itself kind of started as uh, a community project, right? A community thing, mm-hmm. something you had personal interest in, and it grew over the years. But as it grew, the numbers that you started to see, you know, give us, for instance, and of course, you know, taken into pandemic and everything else, but the last couple years how many runners are you seeing participate in this event so for the past four years i mean 2020 we pushed it to august and did kind of a socially distant responsible outside one yes and those numbers were controlled yeah so that we could comply with everything but the past four years we've been between 270 and 320 people into the woods yeah that's awesome and of those, you know, is there a kind of a breakdown? How many are coming to actually run 50K in the woods? I mean, that's a long ways. It's flipped, actually. When, yeah. it, when we first started with the long course, we were about two-thirds, one-third the 5K, 10K, right? Sure. So most of the folks yep. were running the shorter loops, as we call it. Um, but recently, uh, it's flipped. So the, fi- the 5K and 10K... Uh, is is kind of held steady, sure. And, and the the folks that want to run the fifty and the twenty five, boy, they just come out of the woodwork. Yeah, yeah, it's right. awesome. Well, and like we were taking, so the No Coast Trail series. I mean, that's a whole thing. But this is a trend in in running and endurance running, sort of that you know there are people um, like any sport or, or triathletes or things like that where you you get into it and you you get you get pretty excited about it, but then you start looking for those events. So, I mean, how far away are you seeing people come for this race? We've had, over the years, we've had 23 states represented. Wow. And I think we're at like 13 or 14 for this this event, all the way from Washington to Florida. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you have an event like this that actually brings people in from that many places into Northeast Iowa. And, you know, mm-hmm. as, as we all know, it's not necessarily easy to get here. You got yeah. you to gotta want to get here to Northeast <laughs> Iowa <laughs> if you're coming. Um, so, you know, reasonably thinking they're going to spend a day or two here, or maybe mm-hmm. a weekend or a week and uh, hang out and check out the area. That's yeah, a, they that's all a love huge to boom, man. Hit the river and, and rent bikes. You know, I see them all weekend. Absolutely. Hanging out downtown and hitting the breweries. Yeah, that's a that's a, a really cool thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Where you know, a community project goes from something being that to to really what's uh, uh, driving a whole weekend of uh, economic diversity, right? And that's there good, it is. Good stuff for sure. <laughs> um, also, I mean, you just mentioned the five k, ten k option. That's something people really should know. Uh, so, just about anybody that has done a five k or ten k would probably enjoy this event as well, right? I mean, it's a little bit different. You're not running on pavement, but uh, yeah. so you got got to have a little adventure. Probably, exactly. Probably a little bit experience with that it's a little different we try and make it well we always make it really well signed and marked but we try and make you feel like you're out there uh, alone with a little bit of danger right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right when it's funny i will say when people come to decora to get on our trails whether it's on a mountain bike or hiking or running whatever it is um it's good to have someone uh, this is any trail system but it's nice to have somebody kind of point you in the right direction mm-hmm. right yeah uh something we often hear in the mountain biking world is people will come and be like well guys this is fun but i i think i just rode uphill the whole time <laughs> you're like well hey welcome to decora yeah but b uh you know if you know the right way to go at least you'll be on a good adventure right yeah 
Absolutely. There's a lot of up and down up there, that's for sure. Yeah, well, and for those people who actually pay attention, I mean, elevation on the larger portions of this race? It's the the 50K is over 5,500 feet of wow. elevation game. I think the one loop of the 25K is 2,700 feet. Yeah, that's no joke. So I think the Aspen 50K in Colorado is 5,000 elevation. Right. Right? So, I mean, it, we're putting some pretty serious elevation out there. That is amazing. Um, completion rate on this? I mean, do you see, I mean, most people make it. Is there a, just kind of a natural number in these events of folks who just, you know, for one reason, you just hit that wall and you can't do it? No, most people, uh, it depends on the year. Right? Sure. So the heat, yeah, weather, heat plays a huge right? deal yeah. with it. Um, we've had a, a up to 20% of the long course not finish. Sure. Uh, but for the most part, people doing these races know what yeah. they're signing up for, right? Yeah. Um, well, in that world, within the competitors themselves, I mean, one of the things I love about sort of independent um, competition sports, right, mm-hmm. is that y- you are really competing with yourself. Yeah. But also then, like, it is really amazing. I know the cross-country worlds uh, all work that way, especially, I mean, the community that is built within those teams. Yeah. And even amongst people who don't know each other at all out on a course uh, can be pretty incredible, yeah, right? Yeah, there's a lot of teamwork going on out there. Yeah. But after three hours, who knows what yeah. can happen? You know, <laughs> all the training in the world can. Uh, yeah, and the wrong day. Heat, heat <laughs> cold, rain. I mean, I know for, for many, probably the majority of the years of the uh, Decora time trials, I think snow or rain was sort of yeah, the, weather's the given, always the given uh, the wild card. weather of the day, right? <laughs> CraterTrailRun.com. There's still time to sign up. When to sign up? Go until? Uh, we ask that you sign up by that uh, Friday. Okay, cool. Online, so you, a couple weeks um, still, you can yeah. still register. We don't really like people showing up at five a.m. trying to sign up for the fifty k. Yeah, uh, but for the tough. short course, for the short course, we do a morning registration uh, starting at six thirty. Awesome. Yeah, and so that works out really well, yeah. especially like those one milers for the kiddos. You can get yeah, there we can and sign and we get up. that because you you wake up, the weather's going to be great. You want to come around a five k. Yeah, we can support that. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys do also use it's worth uh, mentioning. So if you go to trail uh, cratertrailrun dot com, you'll get to the ultra sign up site, and that mm-hmm. is the sort of. Uh, um, format that you use to sign up, get all the information, find out the details and communication through that as well, which is super clean and clear uh, and awesome. Now, one other thing you were mentioning is that obviously DHBT helps a lot of on the front end with some trail maintenance and things. Um, you know, it started as a community event, so you've got some kind of some plugins there, but running an event like this is also no small task. Uh, I would assume you look for some volunteers and helpers for the actual event as well. Definitely. And that's where we reach out uh, to the parents from from Montessori. Awesome. Uh, right? So we get some wonderful people that have volunteered. Some of them have volunteered for all nine races. Wow. Right? Yeah. And we've, over the years, kind of streamlined it to we need this many people at the aid stations, uh, this many people at the timing stations. Sure. Um, I've split it up, actually. It starts early, right? Five. We'll get there about 4, 4.30 in the morning to set up. Yeah. And so the first shift, we say, goes till about 10 or 11. That's our, our chaos shift because <laughs> you're telling people where to go and making sure they know nerves. where the porta potties are and all the stuff that's super important. Lots of pre-race nerves, right? <laughs> and then yeah. at 10 o'clock till about 3 o'clock, you're really just sitting there yeah. helping the 50 or so runners that are still out on the course. And that's the, uh, we've labeled that the triage shift. Yeah. So if anyone sprays an ankle or you get someone overheating, you know, that's what you're dealing with. 
Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's worth saying, I mean, over the years, you guys, I know, have a really fantastic system set up. I mean, you have your aid station set up. You kind of know where your trails are uh, going to gonna be close or, you know, so it's that's one of the things about our trail system is that if you know it well, um, you can actually cover a lot of ground pretty quickly. Yeah. Depending on where you're at. It doesn't seem like it if you're on our trail if system. If you're doing but, it, you uh, think you're lost in the middle of nowhere, but you're really, yeah. you know, half a mile from downtown. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> that, is, that is the beauty of our trail system here in Decorah. That is without a doubt. Uh, yeah. And then the last piece I wanted to mention, of course, we were talking about earlier. So the, the uh, it really started as a fundraiser for Montessori, and that still happens. But mm-hmm. you guys have also made some incredible donations as well to, uh, I know, Decorah Park Rec and mm-hmm. Human Power Trails, just uh, the money to keep that equipment going and some of those things. Yeah, um, we split it up between those three yeah. entities, which is great because without the three entities working together, sure, we couldn't do this. Yeah, absolutely, and it's really cool. I mean, I know from the park rec standpoint too. It's like to have an event like this happen in Decora is spectacular. They're a pretty small department, mm-hmm. uh, so to have that volunteer organization be able to step in and actually provide the event and make it happen is is just another feather in all of our caps as well. So it's a pretty cool. Cool thing. Thanks for making it happen by all means. Oh, our pleasure. We're excited yeah. for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything else uh, in terms of information about the event or things? CraterTrailRun.com. Uh, again, Scott and his wife Kelly also have a studio here in town called Body Logics. Uh, they do all kinds of work with people of all ages mm-hmm. and abilities. And uh, if you're interested in learning more about trail running, give them a shout. See what's up. You can kind of get, get get a new uh, a new leash on uh, another sport in decor that you can check out, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Scott, we appreciate you being here today talking about the Crater Trail Run. I think uh, it'll be, uh, uh, we're going to go for beautiful weather on uh, oh, Saturday, June 4th. Absolutely. It's going to be a perfect day, not too hot, not too cold, a little bit of sunshine, good stuff. It's all going to be happening. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking the Thank time. Thank you very much. I Crater appreciate you doing this. Trailrun.com. Check it out. Thanks to Cardboard Robot for helping sponsor our show today. Rhymes with Decora, find it all online. A bunch of other fun shows you can go back and listen to with folks from across the community, across the region. Uh, some fun regional stories we're working on coming up as well. So check it out, decora.fun. That's the web address. That's the whole thing, decora.fun. Type it in. Hit go. Iloveinspired.com. That is our company. Aaron, Henny, Nichols, and I. Check out the quarterly magazine. Everything else on iloveinspired.com. The music for this podcast is from Mr. Nick Zielinski. He is a decoran. He is a drummer. He does all sorts of cool stuff. Check him out on Instagram at Indicative of Drumming. Thanks for hanging in, guys. We will see you next time. <laughs>